The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Mythology Explained YouTube channel. Please note that there are two narrators for this podcast, myself, Silas, and Zach. Please enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to Mythology Explained. In today's video, we're going to explore whether Chaos was the most powerful god in Greek mythology. Let's get into it. Chaos in Greek mythology was the first primordial deity, meaning the first god to come into existence. It was the manifestation of the great void that existed before all else. Chaos's power is predicated on his primacy in the creation myth and on the scope of his procreation. Some accounts have all the other first generation primordial deities, Gaia the personification of the earth, Tartarus the personification of the cavernous abyss beneath the earth, Eros the personification of desire, Erebus the personification of darkness, and Nyx the personification of night, all emerging from him, which would make Chaos the ultimate progenitor of everything and everyone in Greek mythology, being both self-created and then having everything else come from him and from the offspring he independently produced. However, in Hesiod's Theogony, in which exists the oldest surviving account of the Greek creation myth, Chaos isn't the father of all. Here's the quote, First came the chasm, and then broad-breasted earth, secure seat forever of all the immortals who occupy the peak of snowy Olympus, the misty Tartara in a remote recess of the broad-pathed earth, and Eros, the most handsome among the immortal gods, dissolver of flesh, who overcomes the reason and purpose in the breasts of all gods and all men. Out of the chasm came Erebus and dark night. Per Hesiod's account, neither Gaia, nor Tartarus, nor Eros emerged from Chaos. Rather, they inexplicably appeared, self-created as Chaos himself was first to do. This would make Gaia, Tartarus, and Eros more so akin to the siblings of Chaos, not his independently begotten children. The quote then goes on to say that Erebus and Nyx came from Chaos. If Hesiod's account is used as the basis for this discussion, then Gaia, not Chaos, comes across as the greatest creator in Greek mythology, and thus more powerful than Chaos in so far as the capacity to create pertains to power, for she herself independently produced three primordial deities, Uranus, Uria, and Pontus, which is one more than Chaos. And then, further cementing her position as the greatest creator in Greek mythology, Gaia took Uranus as her consort, their union producing the trio of Hecatonchores, the Hundred-Handers, the trio of Cyclopes, One-Eyed Giants, and the twelve first-generation Titans. However, if the version in which all of creation stems from Chaos is used as the basis for this discussion, then yes, Chaos would be the most powerful god in Greek mythology. At least, he would be if procreative power was the only relevant factor in defining power in a more general sense. Zeus, the supreme god in the Greek pantheon and widely regarded as the most powerful god, for example, certainly didn't possess the power to independently produce a litter of children that could manifest every aspect of the material world. So in this respect, you could say that Chaos was the most powerful god. At the same time, though, Chaos doesn't have any agency, and judging from his absence from Greek mythology beyond his early role as a creator, seems incapable of acting in his own self-interest. Yes, you could say he's the most powerful god. Again, as creation pertains to power, 
in the version in which he independently produces all the other first generation primordial deities. But at the same time, he really doesn't come across as sentient, only as a mighty and mindless force of creation, one that is unrivaled in power but also limited in that he can't exert himself, able only to self-create and independently produce offspring. A comparison analogous to the one between Zeus and Chaos, perhaps, would be one between a tree and a woodpecker. Which of those two is more powerful? The tree can weather storms, grow a hundred feet tall, and create a canopy of leaves every spring. But the woodpecker can alight on the tree's branches, drill into the tree's trunk, and soar the skies. And that's it for this video. If you enjoyed the content, please like the video and subscribe to the channel. As always, leave your video suggestions down below.